Welcome to the What If Podcast with your hosts, Spencer Worth Davis and Ryan Copperud. What's up, guys? Welcome to the What If Podcast. My name is Ryan Copperud. Hey, friends. My name is Spencer. And shit. It's good to be back. Uh, it's nice to see you guys. Uh, yeah. And by see, I mean talking to your earballs in a way that you can't see us and we can't see you. We've been seeing each other entirely too much the last few days. You and me? Yeah. Oh, but we like each other, though. I mean, usually, yeah. I mean, we're, we're recording. We're going to let know. you in on some podcast yeah. secrets. We're recording a bunch in advance because Ryan is going ghost hunting across the ponds. <laughs> Something like that. And I'm going to go find Ghost like some- hunting in New York City. I'm going to go find some dead dinosaur. Well, okay, hold on though. New, New uh, York, uh, New York's probably not very haunted. I don't know. So I, well, I'm going real, I'm going close to Montauk. Are you? It's on Long Island. It's Why are you that going far. to Long Island? I'm not going to Long Island. I'm just saying oh. I'm going to be close. I was like, come on. Closer nobody, than nobody we are goes right to Long now. Island. No, hey, no, 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 if no. you live in Long Island, we it's okay. We like you. Watch so. out for interdimensional Bigfoots. Yes. Then I'm going to I'm going to the Pacific Northwest where there's definitely Bigfoots. Wait, you're going to the Pacific Northwest? Yeah. I didn't even know that. Uh, yeah. I mean, all this all this has already happened by the time you're listening to these yeah. probably. Or maybe I'm in one of these places. I don't fucking know. Time travel. Time bah, travel. Bah, bah, bah. Are you going to go see Pete? Yeah. Oh, dip. And I'm going to L.A. There's lots of haunted shit and dead dinosaurs in L.A. In the Pacific Northwest, Spencer is going to go see our good friend Peter Jovic, who runs The Good Camp, which you can check out at thegoodcamp.com. If you ever uh, see any artwork-related anything from us or any of our related entities, Peter made it. Peter did it. Uh, So, yeah, the the artwork on your phone or computer that you're looking at and listening to this uh, on right now. Was made by Pete. Shout out, Pete. Anyway, so we've been recording a bunch of episodes together, and we're not sick of each other yet, so that's that's tight. Hey, are you actually going to go find some old haunted shit in uh, in the UK? Um, well, so we're still kind of ironing out some last minute plans. We had talked about going to Stonehenge, but I don't think we're going to do it because it's uh it's a haul. It's a haul to do it. Wait, so where are you flying? Where are you flying into? We're flying into Gatwick. We're driving up to Edinburgh, and then oh, we're going to- it's not that far out of the way. Well, but we might take a train up to Edinburgh because oh, okay. it'll be faster than driving. Yeah, that drive, I've made that drive. It's not super fun. Yeah, and if we and if we take a- I got super lost on the way back from Stonehenge, actually. Yeah, that sounds like a bummer. I didn't have, I didn't have my phone, and so I was trying to go off of just, like, maps and shit, and I got real <laughs> lost. Isn't it funny how, like- 30 years ago, all anyone had was maps, and 30 yeah, years and people later- people got lost in foreign countries, for sure. For sure, and now we're like, what is map? Yeah. Uh, Stonehenge is cool. You're not super missing anything if you don't go. Yeah, I also heard it got turned into kind of a tourist trap, and I'm not like- It's, it's pretty touristy. I mean, I'm interested in the concept and like seeing it physically, because I'm sure it's impressive, but- It's also smaller than you would think. But aren't the, aren't the, aren't the rocks pretty big? They're pretty big, but it's not like- Aren't they like 20, 30 feet tall? I don't know if it's that big. You also can't get super close to them anymore. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. It was, I cool. Touch it was cool, but after like maybe an hour, I was ready to go. I want to touch the rock so I can get superpowers. I don't think you can do that. <sighs> so you can get uh, some some stuff beamed into your brain in binary code. Here's hoping. <laughs> Anyway. Anyway, uh, do we have any announcements should, we should make? You should go on the, the Rendlesham Forest UFO trail while you're over there. Hey, we'll see the proof of the the UK's Roswell. Speaking of, uh, yeah, announcements, our Patreon is popping these days. 
Thank you, guys. I meant from us, but yeah, you guys are cool, too. I mean, we, we're making it poppin', <laughs> and you guys are responding to the poppin'ness. You're participating in the poppery. Yeah, the poppery. <laughs> it's like potpourri, but more fun. <laughs> But we've been, yeah, we've been putting a new episode up there every every week in addition to the one that we put here where you're listening to it every every Wednesday. Yup, 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 uh, yup. We got one about the Rendlesham Forest UFO incident up there. Yup, yup, yup. Well, what did we do last week? I already forgot. Oh my God, we did, dude. we did Mothman two weeks ago. We talk about so much weirdness, I literally can't keep up. But we just put one up on Friday. What was it? Bruh. <laughs> do you we, see we guys? The, do you see how much we love we you? This lost, is how much weird shit we talk the about. The lost city of oh the Voynich manuscript oh, script right, is the one right, we did last right, week. Right. That we was did, a fun one too. But yeah, we're gonna we're, we're pre-recording all that shit too, so you don't even miss it while we're out of the damn country. We love you guys so much. Look at that. We we're gonna keep you stocked with weird shit uh while Spencer and I take a couple weeks to go live our lives and do some other shit, but we want to keep y'all fed. International ghost hunter y'all. Ryan Copper. <laughs> That's actually what I'm doing. I'm shooting the pilot for my new... Oh, I can't even say that out loud because I want that to be the real... The, my real life so bad. <laughs> Somebody give us a TV show. It'll be God, better. God, we'd be so good at it. It'll be better than lore, I promise. Yeah, I, I, I haven't even watched it, but I it'll be better. Either, but, but I bet you were funnier than the guys from lore. Uh, speaking of amazing new television... Hey! How far did you get in Stranger Things? I'm like... Ha- I'm literally halfway through. There are nine episodes. Was it four or five? Oh, yeah. I finished four then. But let's not say anything anyway, because we don't want people to, we don't want people to have a uh, a spoiler. You know where we're going today, though. I do. I am on a curiosity voyage. We're embarking, my friend. Yeah, boy. What are we talking about? <laughs> Man, secret society trying to keep the eye on me. I almost had you pull the papoose. Is it papoose? No, it's not. I don't papoose. know that line. I don't listen to the words that rappers say usually. <laughs> You know, you know this for to, be, all the to rap, be true. For all the rap music that Spencer and I have made, uh, Spencer somehow still does not listen to uh, rap words. Yeah, most rappers are just saying stupid shit. Um, we're talking about secret societies, baby. That's what we're talking about. That was quite the introduction. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Where do you want to start? Are we going Illuminati? We go in Bohemian mean, Grove? We oh, go in Freemasonry? You guys, we go we're the- getting... Okay. We're going to the Stonecutters. You want to start with the Simpsons episode? <laughs> start with the Simpsons. Listen, here's I want to I want to start this episode off with a caveat. Uh, first of all, this is going to be a two parter, so we're doing we're doing at least two. It'll probably end up being closer to three hours worth of secret society shit. Ca- uh, caveat: there is enough secret society shit for us to start an entire podcast about secret societies and literally well, we're not gonna do it because the patreon is killing me <laughs> editing like 19 <laughs> podcasts a week for some reason over here we we would literally never run out of things to talk about if we wanted to do an entire weekly podcast about secret societies so humanity is actually under the control of dinosaur like alien reptiles from the babylonian brotherhood who must consume human blood to maintain their human appearance yeah we are going to do our best to talk as little about that fucking butthole David Icke as much as we can. He's going to come had to up. bring that one back because it finally applied again. It did. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, we're going to talk about secret societies. We're going to take little stabs into the world. But uh, don't don't hit us up. You're like, how could you guys have done a whole episode and you never talked about? What yeah. about the Rosicrucians and the Knights Templar? Yes. And the International Horse Whisperers Association <laughs> of Great Britain in the 1940s? 
Yes, yes. I like I like the idea that there's a horse whispering association that needs to be secretive. There it's actually there society. actually is one. Is it secret? Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah. What for what purpose could that be? Because you can't have anyone out here commanding the horse folk. Because then you would lose control over the horse folk. They have to do your bidding and your bidding alone. And the first rule about whispering horses. Not is, anyone can shake hands with hooved animals. It's tricky. I, yeah, I mean, she, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know how to respond to that. I was, I was taken aback. Yeah, it doesn't happen very often. It doesn't. Um, but, right. we, but we are going to talk about secret societies, and we're going to take some fun jaunts into the wild world of them. And... Uh, I, Let's start with the grandest of them all. Should we start with the yeah, grandest sure. of them all? We're talking about the horse people, right? Wait, yes. Okay. The grand, the grand horse whisperer society. Um, no, we, but well, we are talking about the Illuminati who want your mind, your soul, and your body. Um, I think bars, a bars. I think. Uh, what, is it fair to say that, like, far and away the most famed secret society of all time is the Illuminati? It certainly gets the most play in a in a pop culture kind of way. That's true. Yeah. So so in terms of the the secret society that most people are familiar with is probably yeah, the Illuminati. I, I would, would agree. And it's probably not close. Uh yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That's probably true. I mean, what I, what even would fo- be the follow up to that? Masons, maybe. Yeah. The but yeah yeah that's true. But I guess well, I was going to say KKK. Oh, I mean, are, are it they, fits the criteria, doesn't it? Does it? Sure. What is this? What is the what is the criteria of a secret society? Should we define have, that first? They before have secret meetings fully? where they plan how to do terrible things, and you have to be welcomed in. And the secret societies like don't initiate, always do terrible things. I know. I'm just saying the KKK definitely does. They they have secret meetings where they plan things and collude, and you have initiations and such. That's true. That's true. I, I that's think true. It, it fits the criteria right. in, in a really shitty way, obviously, but yeah. I, I think it would count. We're also super not going to talk about them at all today, outside. Well, of no, because so. that's just not any fun. No. Um, <laughs> speaking of speaking of speak uh speaking of secret societies uh one of my favorite uh discoveries of my research for uh this two-parter is you know when you go on wikipedia and they got that little orange box at the top that's like the wikipedia uh notes before you read the article thing no it's like the little uh I don't spend enough time on wikipedia i guess <laughs> It's the, <laughs> it's the box of like, uh, the, the authors want you to know something before you start reading it thing with like a little orange exclamation point. Okay. The, in the article for secret society in the Wikipedia notes, exclamation point box. The very first line is this article has multiple issues. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, hey yeah, guys, uh, yeah. lots, lots of false statements ahead. Yeah. Just FYI. It probably does. <laughs> uh, this article has multiple issues. <laughs> Please help us improve it or discuss these issues on the talk page. This article needs additional citations for verification. Examples and perspectives may not represent a worldwide view of the subject. And the article has an unclear citation style, which to me means. So in other words, it's about to get real messy. <laughs> yeah. That the the last bullet point says to me, even when people tried to cite something, they kind of fucked it up. Still, a lie was born. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> Welcome back, Mason. We missed your voice. Um, but yes, uh, the the secret society uh, article does not link to the Illuminati, which is 
strange in its own right. Ass! Ass! Um, but that's okay. You don't need to go read the, the Wikipedia article on the Illumini because I am about to fill you in from the jump. I didn't look up anything about any Illuminata nations, and I hoped that you would fill me in and I could react ap- appropriately. I got you. Um, I spent all my time on the International Horse Whisperers Society, <laughs> so... The, the next couple hours, they're all you, bud. Don't, don't worry, guys. Spencer is not going to talk that long about As long that. as you leave me like two or three minutes at the end, <laughs> I should be all right. I whispered to horses. <laughs> they're all secrets. Hey, buddy. I need you to pull this cart real quick. I'll get you some new shoes afterwards. Be cool. I promise I won't get too fat. It won't hurt your back. Hey, you know how you like apples? <laughs> Come here quick, I'll give you an apple. <laughs> Your teeth are looking really good today. <laughs> Did you start using a new type of shampoo? It looks great. It's so soft. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. All right. Shall, shall we? <laughs> No, no. I really got a whole lot of nothing over here. So anytime, anytime you want to jump in, I'll come along for the ride. I was more just ready to riff. Otherwise, on- I'm just going to start whispering <laughs> as if I were talking to a horse. I was ready to riff on whispering things to horses for at feel, least another 20 minutes. Feel free to cut me off anytime. All right. So the Illuminati. Actually, I'm not going to cut you off and ask you one question before I dive in. What is what? your what? What is your general understanding of the Illuminati? Um, it is a thing. That my high school students would bring up whenever I played a Jay Z song. That's real. Uh, so I really know. I know absolutely nothing about the origins of it. Okay. Or uh, if it, I, I think it was maybe based on a real thing once upon a time and got bastardized. Yak yak. And there are like symbols on the dollar or something. That's real. I'm not gonna go too much into the symbolism, but yes, you're. Okay. That is real. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the history. They didn't fake the moon landings. That was a different society. Well, depends on who you ask. No, it was the Freemasons for sure. I just ran my face into the microphone. <laughs> um, all right. So probably the most famous secret society in the history of the world starts in 1776. Do you know what else happened in 1776? The most famous secret country of the United States was born. <laughs> there we go. Um. In 1776, only uh, like two or three months before uh, the United States was born, there was a German philosopher who, German by birth, but actually largely influenced by French philosophy, whose name was Adam Weishaupt, W-E-I-S-H-A-U-P-T, Weishaupt. Solid. Sounds very German. Yeah. And uh, Adam... Speaking of the the Masons, the stonecutters, uh, Adam wanted to join the Freemasons. Okay. But at the time, the Freemasons were a uh, secret society that was also kind of a little bit like a, uh, like a labor union, and there were dues that you had to pay to be a part of the Freemasons at that time. When you say dues, do you mean money or like infant sacrifices or uh, what sort of um, somewhere in between my, I, I think i think more towards the money side okay um, okay i think i think if there were infants maybe sacri- a goat once in a while maybe a goat once okay. in a while uh maybe have to give people some like advice or free professional services if you're a lawyer you might have to uh you know chip in with your lawyerly duties for a, a bro a, a mace bro sure sure um so adam wants to join but adam vice hopped 
does not have the financial wherewithal to join the Freemasons. <laughs> With your broke ass. <laughs> um, Can't even join a bunch of guys who cut rocks for a living. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I guess, you know. But he made people, into the Illuminati? People, <laughs> what in the goddamn hell is going on here? People who cut rocks get paid more than people who think for a living, so. Oh, yeah, that's real. Um, so in, in the tradition of many ways that, uh, fantastical religions were started, Adam said, well, if I can't be in your secret society, I'm going to flood the earth. I'm going to make my uh, own. He did not flood the earth. He made his own. So wait, so the, when did the <clears throat> Masons start? Um, I don't know, dude. You said you're the one who did the research uh, on the Masons. I, by that I meant I didn't actually really research anything. The, uh, the Masons were much further back, like much, much further back. I don't know how much. Oh yeah, because that's it's not an American thing. You're right. You're right. Oh, that's I did research this. The Masons don't know when they started. Okay, one of those. Yeah, but uh, possibly as far back to, as Egypt times. And yeah, because Masons built the pyramids. Right. Before Masons are probably just aliens. There's that. But the uh, the Illuminati is also not an American thing. So in uh, in Germany, German philosopher Adam Weishaupt says, all right, if I can't join your cool party, I'm going to start my own party. So he starts what he decides to call the Bavarian Illuminati. And yeah, that doesn't sound American at all. <laughs> no, it does not. It does not. Um, and because he's a German philosopher who's influenced by French philosophy, He's got a lot of values around things like science and free thought and an end to oppression. He also thinks that uh, gender equality is pretty important. And guess what? That's not going to work for you in 1776. Just yeah. Spoiler. Yeah. Uh, um, they're also the, the, the thing that most will not work for 1776 is that Adam, Weiss, Adam Weishaupt thinks that secularism is a pretty good idea. So they believe in the separation of church and state, and some would say the end to all religion, or the uh, the end to the dogma of the rules that religion provides in society. I'm guessing that didn't play very well. Not super great. Um, a little bit of the symbolism that we talked about earlier, they start representing themselves using the Owl of Minerva, which cool uh well probably, what's the deal with owls <clears throat> owls in uh well in general are known to be wise creatures uh and the owl of minerva is that, is that from the tootsie roll thing or did that exist prior to that i'm much prior to that i okay. had to think i had to think about that one i was like wait what tootsie owls roll just thing? show up like people use owls to represent all kinds of weird things they do like uh, there, uh, what was that one? That fourth kind movie? Did you ever see that? I did not. There was see a that movie, movie about alien abductions, where the, the owls were a screen memory for UFOs and aliens, and so this woman kept seeing owls before she'd have this experience, her experiences, but they were actually aliens disguising themselves as owls. Whoa! And like the Bohemian it, Grove people, they worship the big owl statue. Yes, and true. And owls as, as symbols, they're everywhere. It is definitely a bringer of wisdom in like many traditions. In Greek mythology... How do we know owls are smart birds? They got tiny little heads and brains and stuff. I mean, I guess. I don't know. They can't even talk or anything. Symbology, I think, is maybe less about what it actually represents. and worship just dolphins. Becomes. That's real. <laughs> I, I would imagine many of, the, uh, many of the folk in 1776 had not seen a dolphin, but what do I know? Broke asses. Broke asses. Um, 
but yeah, so they start using the Owl of Minerva because they believe that they're coming to this from French and German philosophic ideas. They think that they are smart and wise, and they've got enlightened, uh, if you will. Enlightened, if you will. Yes, uh, to to that point, uh, Illuminati is the plural of Illuminatus or Illuminatus, depending on your pronunciation, which is the Latin word for enlightenment. Yes. Um, yes. So basically. Adam starts trying to recruit buds and saying, hey, we should start pushing these ideas of free thought. And uh, Did they let women into their crew? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did you know the Masons still don't? Hmm. Isn't that wild? Hmm. Weird. Mm-hmm. It's very weird. Mm-hmm. Especially because I imagine in this day and age there are women who cut stones. I, I would think. I would think. Yeah. No. No women still. Weird. Mm-hmm. Weird. I feel like you're probably missing out on a fair amount of enlightenment if you're, you know, only getting <laughs> half the population. And if anything, like, the way dumber half. Yeah. Yep. Not, anyway. Yeah. Um, okay, so the, the Illuminati was, in fact, a little more enlightened. I should. We should clarify. I don't think Spencer meant you're missing out on the dumber half. I think he meant that dudes are pretty dumb sometimes. No, right, right, right. <laughs> I, I said you're only getting the dumber half. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. 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 Um. So in 1786, roughly a decade after Adam said, if I can't come to your party, I'm going to start my own party. uh, The Bavarian Illuminati, sometimes referred to as the Order of the Illuminati, had a membership of around 3,000 people. It's a pretty big party. In Bavaria, which at the time was a state of Germany. Which was only 3,007 people. (laughs) We got them all! They did not admit anyone named Lawrence. and a strict no Larry's policy. The, the Lawrence Sumanat Lorenati was just the seven dudes named Lawrence hanging out together. This party fucking sucks. <laughs> they look like they're having so much more fun over there. Um, so yeah, so in around 1786, uh, these three thousand dudes who had started their own uh, dudes and dudettes, I guess. <laughs> their own party it sounds so much stupider when you just call it three thousand dudes, <laughs> <laughs> just hanging out in the field together. It's just a big bunch of dudes talking about stuff, about how they were smart and stuff. Bunch of scientists and astronomers, like, what do you think? I don't know. What do you think? Um, they actually start entrenching themselves and affiliating themselves with the Freemasons. Uh, okay, essentially, kind of being like. We're kind of a parallel group. We're now attracting more sort of smart and valuable members of society. Maybe we could work together. They start having some of their uh, their meetings in Masonic lodges and engaging with the Masons in general, continuing to recruit people. Uh, by 1790, the Bavarian politicians and leadership became aware of the Illuminati's sort of presence as they had grown year and year and year and year over. Um, and they were like, Oh, uh, you guys are getting pretty big and your whole idea is about like separation of church and state. We don't really like government, uh, free thought, equality for everyone, like not really jiving with our principles. Maybe you should, uh, stop doing that thing you're doing. I think you still have to believe in a God to be a Mason. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Any God or yeah. a Christian God no, or any, just a God? And certain chapters will accept physics as a God. Oh, that's pretty fascinating. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. No women, though. But no women. <laughs> 
You can you gotta believe in God and you can't believe in equality. It's like I can't I can't take anything else that you're doing even remotely seriously when you have if a fucking no girls allowed sign on your front door. <laughs> Written in crayon right, on cardboard. Like, this fucking your treehouse. Like why we your got party this sounds figured dumb. out. No girls allowed. By by middle school, if there were no girls at a party, I wasn't interested. That's real. Your secret society sounds worse than the horse whispers. Sounds like a bummer. Sounds like a a bunch of horses. Sounds like a bad middle school party. So by 1790, Bavarian politicians, like I said, are becoming aware of this presence in their country, and they basically think it's a threat to the establishment. It's a threat to the order of their country. It's a threat to the laws that they have. They're continuing to attract bigger and better and more sort of influential people to their group. And they're like, shut it down. Shut it down. The baby Jesus would not approve. Well, really, I mean, that's what it is. So in all honesty, and we'll kind of get to some other principles in a second here, but um, they legit believe them to be like Satanists. Yeah. They were often referred to as men of no religion, which at the time was like so offensive to people's sensibilities. It was so shocking to them that you could you could not believe in a religion, but you could be a scientist and an astronomer and a, and a lawyer and a biologist and all these things. But like, if you didn't believe in God, it was mind blowing to them. We can also charge you with heresy and maybe kill you. Right. Right. Depending on, yeah. Depending on where you are in, in Europe. Um, my history and geography are both total garbage. So that last statement could have been entirely (laughs) false. (laughs) Yeah. It's all good. (laughs) Please don't listen to us. If you actually want to learn things. A lie was born several. Um, but yeah, so if they, if they don't have regard, for the norms or the rules that the German government wants, then the German government doesn't want them around. Hey, you know who's been wrong about some stuff in the past? It's the German government. <laughs> just saying. This was a this was a good solid time before they were uh, saying, extra wrong. W, but you know. yeah. Um. So the Bavarian politicians get together and they straight up ban secret societies in Germany or in Bavaria in the state of Bavaria. All? Uh, not all. Any ones that rhyme with Shmanumanami? <laughs> Shmanumanami. Shmanumanami.com. Uh, Can we buy that and start our own, our own secret society called the Shmanumanami? If the name of your secret society reminds people of giant waves, it's got to go. <laughs> it's a wave of enlightenment, the Shmanumanami. <laughs> this wave of heresy will not stand. <laughs> Yeah, no, only the ones that uh, are entirely secretive. And they didn't actually put the Freemasons in that category, even though you had to, like, be accepted as a member and they met in private. They were okay with that. It was more the fact that the Illuminati didn't have, like, their own meeting house with their own, like, rules. And there wasn't, like, a very public way of being able to enter an Illuminati world. It was more so it was like the underground. Yeah, we'll get there eventually. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, so the laws prevents the Illuminati and any secret societies like them from meeting publicly or privately and from recruiting new members to their order, technically forcing them to disband. What? Just quick recap. Yep. Their goals were what exactly? Or their mission statement? I mean, I don't have like a, a written version of it, but essentially they champion the ideas of science, secularism, free thought, and end to oppression, gender equality, and use the owl of Minerva to represent themselves, signifying the wisdom of their beliefs. And their goal was to just get enough people on board with that, that then it would slowly permeate society at large. That was their hope. 
Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think their their ideas were essentially the more people that we can get into this, the more we can sort of um, relax the grips of religion on people, and we can. And that and that was disbanded officially when. Uh, the laws were put into place uh, in like the late 1780s in Bavaria. And oh, so had, what? Wait, they had a run of 10 to 15 years? Mm-hmm. Oh. And then everything else is that's per, that's persisted until now has just been rumor and or offshoots of that? Oh, we going to get there. Oh, okay. Oh, we going to get there. Okay. So that's the history of the very roots. That's where the the word, the Illuminati, comes from, the Bavarian Illuminati, uh, the order of the Illuminati, if you will. Yeah, technically it was forced to disband in the year 1790. So for okay. all intents and purposes, that should have been the end of the Illuminati. But wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. In 1798, almost a decade after... Bavaria thought they had ridded their land of secret societies, specifically because of the Illuminati. There is a correspondence that occurred between a G.W. Snyder and the one and only George Washington. Okay. In the United States. G.W. Snyder, who's actually named George Washington Snyder, which is weird, writing to George Washington. It's a conspiracy. Snyder lives in Maryland, but he's a German-born man who immigrated to the United States uh, some 20 or 15 years before that, before 1798. He's a reverend in his area, and he's sort of writing the president as a uh, as a concerned citizen, if you will, about the Illuminati. Okay. And it's a little bit hard to read, but I'm going to read a couple of snippets out of their uh, their letters because there are actual, like, scans of letters on .gov websites that you can read that have this correspondence in them. Show me what you got. Yes. Here's what I got. G.W. Snyder writes to George Washington, a book fell into my hands entitled Proofs of a Conspiracy, which gives a full account of a society of Freemasons that distinguishes itself by the name of Illuminati. Their plan is to overturn all government and all religion, even natural, and who endeavor to eradicate every idea of a supreme being, and they distinguish man from beast by his shape only. A thought suggested itself to me that some of the lodges in the United States might have caught the infection and might cooperate with the Illuminati or the Jacobine Club in France. He says, have not these their confidence, confidants in this country? They use the same expressions and are generally men of no religion. Upon serious reflection, I was led to think it might be within your power to prevent the horrid plan from corrupting the brethren of the English lodge over which you preside. I'm disturbed. I don't know why I decided to do this. <laughs> so shit is getting real. Shit's getting real. So, so it's kind of interesting that this dude... He's German-born, so he grew up in a world where the Illuminati and the Freemasons were a thing in, I mean, probably in his society growing up. And 10 years later, he's writing George Washington being like, hey, man, these dudes were destabilizing things back home, and I think they're really bad, and they're I want you They're worshiping goats. Yeah, and- worshiping goats and the devil. And I, uh, I think you should maybe uh, check and see if maybe they came over here because they're bad news bears, so watch out. And there's actually like a back and forth of three or four letters 
Washington. Apparently, this was a period of time in American history where you could legit write the president a letter and he would sit down. 30 people over here. And write you a letter back. What else Um, do you got to do? Yeah, right. Yeah, like 12 states and they each have (laughs) nine people in them. He actually, it's funny, George Washington actually says in one of his letters, uh, I don't have time to read books or read the news very often. Most of my time is like writing these correspondences with people. There were like seven books back then. Well, you, you probably had read them all already. I get maybe that's what it was. He, he didn't have time for the also, new. Also, what uh, news are you talking about? They had been newspapers. No, they didn't. For sure, they did. No, for sure. No. Um, My mistake. <laughs> however, however, <laughs> Washington responds to him after this. After this, uh, this back and forth. He said, it was not my intention, and I'm kind of paraphrasing here, it was not my intention to say that principles of the of Jacobinism or the doctrines of the Illuminati have not spread to the United States. Are you, Jake, Jake who? What are you saying? Jacobinism or Jacobinism? Jacobinism? Jabronism? Jabronism. <laughs> it's, it's the rock's religion. The rock is a time traveler. <laughs> he invented Jabronism. Um... It, it was not my intention to doubt that the doctrines of the Illuminati had not spread in the United States. On the contrary, no one is more fully satisfied this, of this fact than I am. The idea I meant to convey to you was that I did not believe the lodges of Freemasons in this country endeavored to propagate the diabolical tenets of the first or the pernicious principles of the latter. George, slow down, pal. What are you? <laughs> that individuals of them may have done it, and that the founder or instrument employed to found the democratic societies in the United States may have had these objects is too evident to be questioned. I have what? It's a little bit verbose, there but essentially, a lot of words I don't know in there. Essentially, what he's saying, G.W. Snyder writes to George Washington. Hey man, I'm scared that the Illuminati have infiltrated like a lot of places in the United States, and I think you should look out for them. And he's like, "Oh yeah, for sure, dude. Like, n- no doubt that has definitely happened. Okay. I'm 100 percent aware of that fact that they are here and they are they are spreading those ideas, killing goats, worshiping demons. You know, yeah. But that's really the the basis of the back and forth. Ten years after this it was is, 86, 1786. This is 1798. So 1790 was when uh, the Bavarian politicians enacted their laws to ban the Illuminati from being there." And the first correspondence that G.W. Snyder writes to George Washington was in 1798, so almost a decade after... Washington was president in 98? They were outlawed. Uh, That doesn't seem right. Hang on. Wasn't he... Am I this dumb? Well, (laughs) maybe. How how long were terms back then? Um, (laughs) He served two 20-year terms? So he was president from 89 to 97. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Carry on. Yeah. My mistake. <laughs> <laughs> However. Um, so I think for many, if it if the story had ended with the Bavarian order of the Illuminati being extinguished then, people might have been like, that was a weird thing. The president of the United States, a decade after it was supposed to be made illegal, acknowledging their existence and also being like, not only does it exist, but like, oh, for sure they're over here and I know they are. And I'm and like, Beyonce's in on it. And I'm aware of it. Yeah. Uh, is, is quote, 
too evident to be questioned is the way he finishes that correspondence. So this propagates a belief that the people who called themselves Illuminati and had the ideas of the Illuminati were alive and well and distributing themselves around the world. What were they actually doing though? Cause I, I was wonder with a lot of these, like it's, we don't have actual information. So we speculate and maybe, yeah, sometimes there's some weird and or illegal and or, uh, goat worshipy human sacrifice stuff going on, but yes. probably more often than not, it's like a bunch of dudes sitting around talking about geometry and why should anyone care? Those guys just sound lame. Yeah, I mean, I think like the well, the the tenets of secret societies are such that their secretism is what gives them their lifeblood. So we don't entirely right. know what they were actually doing in those rooms. I think with the Illuminati specifically, their free thought ideas were a threat to the establishment. So even though they're talking about geometry, they're also talking about being like there should be a separation of church and state and like things that were considered. Was that not established by then? Well, it was radical in France and Germany, but there were other things like female right, equality but in the, in and the equality US, of human it, beings. It was, and isn't that in the constitution? That one alone, but I'm saying there were uh, lots of other things about equality and oppression and slavery and female equality and a bunch of other stuff that had not come into fruition yet where these people were still preaching ideas that were like conce conceived of as pretty radical by most of the establishment at the time. I always have a hard time. It seems like there are a lot of like these, these tenants are ascribed to all of these societies or like every version of these secret societies that like, I doubt like there's no way that like the Freemasons still don't allow women into their society. So were the Illuminati who were maybe in America an offshoot of the Freemasons really advocating for like gender equality? I mean, I don't know like to what actual extent, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know that they were like trying to get laws passed or anything like that. Also, wouldn't, uh, wouldn't people who are in high ranking government positions probably have been involved in this shit? Like tons of presidents have been Masons. Yeah, for sure. I mean, some were definitely. So why would then those organizations run counter to the quote unquote establishment? Wouldn't it be part of the establishment? Well, not, not the generally accepted order. What do you mean? I'm saying at the time, equality was not a thing that was seen as cool because slaves and women. Right. And I'm saying if they're and, and I guess talking my, my about my question is, was that actually documented anywhere that that was one of their tenants? Because it seems like it, no, none of this is documented, dude. It's secret societies. Well, I'm just saying, we where, where, is that minimal where is that information coming from then? From the uh, vice, there's like some writings from Weishaupt from like his early days as a philosopher talking about like the initial tenets of Illuminatiism. Okay, and, and so why. those parts probably just didn't make it over here. Which part? The like gender equality and stuff. I I. You, you're you're pretty focused on the gender equality well, thing. I don't know about the gender equality thing. I think the I'm, bigger I'm focused on the like the whole idea of it running counter to the quote unquote establishment. I think the, doesn't really make sense to me. I think the biggest issue is the one that G.W. Snyder says, which is uh, that these are these are men of no religion who they. I mean, they basically thought these dudes were Satanists, that they were devil worshippers that they believed in no God, that they had no values or like they thought of them as more dangerous in that sense, I think, than their like beliefs about equality and whether or not those were real things. Cause they really believed in secularism as a concept. Like that was their primary thing with secularism 
which okay. which also runs counter to some of like you know the the equality things in the Bible, which is like woman is subservient to man, etc. So it's not just necessarily the it's not just necessarily like we we believe in like you know everyone having equal rights, as much as we just believe that like secularism is the way to go and that religion may not be the answer. And for many, if not most, at the time, that that alone was enough to be like. How fucking dare you? Like, how dare you not believe in God and worship God and one nation under God and like all of those things? Yeah. It just seems like if these societies exist in the way that they are said to exist, that it's, it's like the ultimate establishment. You know what I mean? Well, but I think that's the interesting part about the transition that has occurred with some of these is that for for both Illuminatiism and Freemasonry, it seems like the original tenets are steeped in some of these like these values and, and, and the way that at it, some point. the way that it has morphed into its current form is that, you know, originally they were like the little guy, and now it's like the little guy has spread its tentacles into all aspects of life and have now become cause cause really that's what the the progression from this point for most people is the belief that these Satanists and men of no God uh, started taking position in lots of different places and then became like the maximum string pullers around the universe. They were the bankers and the politicians and then and then things that happen in society are then attributed back to the Illuminati or the Freemasons or... Right. The Knights Templar or whatever. Are there any, uh, are there noted examples of, or are there noted members of Illumina- of the Illuminati, especially on, <laughs> on the American side? Uh, depends who you ask. Okay, good. Um, good. There are lots. Uh, in, in fact, depending on what list you look at, um, like name the celebrity type type game. Well, okay. Is it coming from like list verse or something though? I mean, kind of. Okay. But I mean, we don't, I mean, we, it won't come from anywhere else. A lot of the people are, a lot of the people who claim that certain people are Illuminati related, related back to the occult, uh, symbolism of the occult in media often. So because people believed that the Illuminati were devil worshipers, they believe that any occult signs, pentagrams, the eye of Horus, uh, the all-seeing eye, if you will, uh, pyramids in general. Um, there's like all these symbols that are supposed to be carryover from the owl, from uh, the owl of Minerva from way back and a bunch of the other symbolism that the Illuminati used. So okay. whenever people see instances of those symbols in the media and uh, in like public pictures and things like that, they start to attribute Illuminatiism to uh, these people. But it hasn't existed in any official capacity since the 1700s? The Illuminati? Yeah. Well, it depends on whether or not you believe they have a website with a PR person. <laughs> Go on. There's definitely a website that lets <laughs> I you... I am on a curiosity <laughs> voyage. <laughs> uh, there is definitely uh, Illuminati.am, so you know it's real. What is what is AM? Uh, that's the that's one of the URLs apparently that they have. Uh, that, but I, do we know what AM stands for or I is think, associated with? I think Illuminatium as a word is a different version of the Latin Illuminati. Sure. Um, but uh, yeah, there's there's a place to 
uh, read the testament of the Illuminati. You can check out their archives, or you can join the Illuminati at IlluminatiOfficial.org. Keep going. I am on a curiosity <laughs> page. Um, yeah, so there's like uh, there's an about and there's our beliefs. No, no, uh, no, 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 no. I meant keep going as in click on the join the Illuminati. Oh button. yeah, no. Uh, the, so you can literally enter your email and your first name, and you can so quote our, our email is hi at what if podcast. Should I do it live on the show? Yes, right, please. Hi My name is Spencer. My name is Steve Steverson. <laughs> Steve Steverson. Spencer. Submit. Oh, okay, guys. We just joined the Illuminati. <laughs> show live. me what you got. <laughs> um. Almost finished. To complete the process, visit your email inbox and click the confirmation link we've sent you. Did we just get a? Uh, <laughs> we just get hacked? By the way, is probably that, is that what you just signed we, us up I'm for? I'm pretty sure we just got hacked. Um, Save us, Google. There, I did see. I, I watched a documentary online of somebody who I think it was somebody at Vice actually tried to quote unquote join the Illuminati via this, and? this website. They they hit them up like a bunch of times and were like. Let us interview you because they just <laughs> wanted to talk to somebody, and uh, somebody responded and responded and was like, "Our client does not uh, solicit membership for for interview." Blah blah blah. The website very much so feels like a hoax. Um, the list of celebrities who are supposedly in the Illuminati are people like Britney Spears and Barack Obama and Celine Dion and Will Smith and Lady Gaga. Celine Dion. And the cast of Boy Meets World and... All of them? Apparently, yeah. There, there's a That's tum- aggressive. There's a Tumblr dedicated to the entire theory that the Boy, <laughs> that Boy Meets World was an Illuminati property. <laughs> we didn't get an email from him, by the way. Oh, sad. Check the spam folder, man. I did. It's not in there. Dang. Just some actual spam. Dang, dang, dang. Sorry, guys. We're not cool enough. We're not cool enough to join. They probably know we're talking shit about them on the internet right now. True, true. Um. So anyway, man, that's uh, that's kind of the that's the the long and the short of it. Um. Today, where, where do the lizards appear? Well, <laughs> it I depends. was promised lizards. Okay, so if you let the theory go further, which essentially take take where George Washington thinks things are, which is that Satanists who want to destabilize the government and religion are infiltrating the country, and you play that out 150 years or 200 years, mm-hmm. you get to a point where people think that any famed secret society is an offshoot of Illuminatiism in the United States. Right. Things like Skull and Bones and Bohemian Grove. Is, Skull and Bo- is that the Yale one? Uh is it Yale or is it uh, is it Harvard? You know, I think you're right. It is Yale. Uh, yes, wasn't uh, it wasn't W supposedly part of the Skull and Bones? Yep, for sure. Um, list the list of Skull and Bones members is another one where you're like, damn, it's like everybody who was in it. Um, so people start believing that all kinds of upper crust, you know, societies and groups and clubs and uh, whatever are have traced their roots back to Illuminatiism from the uh, early 1800s. Including Rock Nation Records? Including Rock Nation Records, because every time uh, Jay throws the rock sign, everyone thinks he's throwing up a Illuminati pyramid. Okay. That's the... That's I thought the, the Freemasons built the pyramids. What happened? Um, I don't know. I think it's just the... Um, the mm-hmm. Eye of Horus atop the pyramid is also a symbol in Illuminatiism. Mm-hmm. 
They just um, like they, they get just conflated like a lot because there was an overlap at some period of time between the two. Sure. Um, so yeah. So then yeah. Today, you know, to go back to the string pullers thing, people believe that uh, the the Illuminati is really the base for what people refer to as the New World Order. So it just. 200 years plus later turned into the Bilderberg group? Kind of, yeah. Politicians and bankers and celebrities that and business shit people. That is insane, by the way. Which part? The Bilderberg stuff. Well, how so? Just that it exists. That that actually happens? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Like, semi-openly. Yeah, for sure. That people have no qualms saying like, no, yeah, we just get the most powerful people from Europe and North America, aka the United States, together because it's... Maybe they're a couple of Canadians. They don't invite. Me- they don't invite Mexicans, though. Probably not. And we just uh, plan, like you know, how to make things better for ourselves and yeah. our and our friends and families. Yeah, and we do it. And we do it behind closed doors with no cameras. Yeah, no audio trackers. Did you do the the list of stuff that they the topics for the last year's meeting? Are those public? Oh, at least after, didn't after it? no, they post on their website after the fact. And like, who knows if any of it's accurate? You know, they probably just make up a press release and right. and topics. It's probably far more uh, vanilla and tame and harmless than anything else. Key topics. So that they most recently met June first of twenty seventeen in Virginia. Oh, that was not that long ago. First through the fourth of June. Uh, key topics for this for discussion this year include the Trump administration, a progress report, <laughs> none. Transatlantic relations, op- options and scenarios, the Transatlantic Defense Alliance, bullets, bites, and bucks, the direction of the EU, can globalization be slowed down, the war on information, why is populism growing, Russia in the international order, like they're posting all of this stuff on their website being like, yeah, these are what the 150 most important people in the world get together to talk about and chatting about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What the fuck? Nuclear proliferation. China. Number 12. Hey, what do you think about <laughs> China, George? <laughs> Number 13, current events. Like, wow. get the fuck out of here. Wow. What? And just the fact that we're all, you know, aware of this. They don't handle any press requests. Yeah. You can't apply to go. You just get invited. Yep. You have to be able to, at the bare minimum, be able to fly anywhere in the world and put yourself up for a few days. Yep. And it's world leaders and Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos and no women and all white guys. And they just talk about how to make the world better for rich white guys for a a week. And then, you know, no laws. It's a, it is pretty unreal that it's like a real thing there's um there's uh i remember from like way back in the day there was there was definitely an alex jones uh jesus alex jones going to a bilderberg convention and no way well not like in, standing outside and yelling at people yes okay and, and catching <laughs> yeah exactly no he didn't he didn't go hang out um he went outside and interviewed or tried to interview people going in and out. They did successfully film because, like, they don't always announce who goes. They never do until uh, after the fact. Yeah, and even then, I would imagine they. And people are, according to their rules, people are allowed to discuss it, but not quote anyone who was there. So you can speak about your own experiences, 
but you can't place anyone else there or quote what anyone else said while they were there. Yep. They follow uh, the Chatham House rule, which states that participants are free to use the information received, but neither the identity nor the affiliation of the speakers nor any other participant may be revealed. Whoa. Which they say is to encourage free and open discourse about these topics without feeling beholden to press or other affiliations. But that sounds like a lot of bullshit to me. That's, uh, yeah, that's a little rowdy. The interesting thing about it, too, is that, like, you know, in maybe every country, if not for sure in the United States, it's super duper illegal to have policy discussions in a forum like this, like actual conversations about policy or policy changes or direction of policy. Which there is a million percent chance that that is happening at these meetings. A hundred percent. I mean, to the extent with which some people who, I mean, when you bring up the Bilderberg like conventions to the people who attend them, they definitely clam up. Like you can see them clam up. There's tons of yeah. videos of people getting interviewed about it online. And uh and they clam up one and two, like it some of them when they do talk about it, acknowledge some of the elements of like, well, we just discuss policy and it's like, wait, 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 wait. You literally just said that well, you're look, breaking the law. I mean, look at the topics. Trump administration. China, direction of the EU, globalization, right. the war on information, right. populism, Russia, the Near East. Like, those are all policy issues. Yeah, as if none of this is exactly. Those are global policy issues. Right. And also, you're only consulting with Europe and the United States. Totally. Uh, no one else matters? Just <laughs> fuck the rest of the world because white men? Right. Like, how is this? how is this legal or possible or... Not at least, like, no one has tried to disrupt it. I mean, people definitely try to disrupt it. There's lots of, like, protests and, like, reporters try to get in there and figure things out. But for some reason, it just keeps on going and I nobody... Can't, I can't imagine why. No nobody one, cares. No one can disrupt the literal Illuminati meetings. Yeah, right. It's funny. It's like, oh, I wonder why there's not a newspaper story about the Bilderberg events. Oh, it's because everyone who owns newspapers goes to and, hang out yeah nancy tried to cover it but then she disappeared right. uh but yeah i don't know see cnn got a little coverage hey guys nancy disappeared uh does anyone want to go instead <laughs> no no i've never heard of that don't care don't want to go we sent bill three years ago we just got a we just got a telegraph from him from north korea yeah exactly i yeah i mean th that shit is way well and i guess we'll get into some of the other stuff maybe in in part two about like the ones that are very real and very current right like this that is every bit as bad as anything that the illuminati or any other possibly fictional fictional or at least like highly speculative secret society has ever done like right. anything that's happening at those meetings is way worse and has an effect on way more people oh my god yeah for sure I, the the uh the thing with you know the thing with the illuminati stuff is like it's not traceable in any real way like what like i feel like in some ways what what the illuminati and part of why i think it survives too is because there actually isn't a single thing that's substantive to the illuminati it's come to just represent the concept of a secret society and yes and and the concept uh, to represent the concept of power, powerful people somehow being interlinked in our society as yeah. well, in a, in a way that like I think probably represents a 
a small partial truth, but not in the way that people like understand it to in that. Like if you put Jay-Z in a room with Warren Buffett and Diddy and a couple other people, like yes, powerful and like important, big, crazy things can happen, but that doesn't necessarily mean that there is a real secret society with leadership called the Illuminati that these people are members of and go through weird rituals and like, is that not what we're describing though with these meetings? Like it's literally getting the richest people in the world, the most influential policymakers in the world. Uh, and the, you know, like everyone who could make a difference on a global scale and putting them in one room and being like, yeah, here, figure it out. Decide what we're doing this year. Totally. For sure. I think the Bilderberg stuff is absolutely a representation of, of the, the, what people perceive it to have become for sure. I just mean it more that like in any situation where anyone famous is connected to anyone else famous, they're like, Oh, it's probably there. Probably in the Illuminati. Oh, sure. You know what I mean? Like there's, and a, that's what I'm saying. Like it's, it's probably not called the Illuminati, but that's probably also true. Right. You know what I mean? It, it's just, it's become like slang for this whole idea of if you get to a certain level in society, especially in America, you start talking to different you're people. part of the club. Yeah. 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 You start talking to different people. You start interacting with different people and you reach an echelon of like oligarchy where doors are open to you that were not before. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, and I think you're, you're absolutely right that like, that is the, that is the perceived fear of something like the Illuminati. And it is 100% like the perceived reality of these types of meetings and these types of things that do in fact literally happen. Like this is the funny thing about this as a conspiracy theory. Is it a conspiracy to say that, Adam Weishaupt, uh, that people somehow as an offshoot of a secret society immigrated to the United States and are still somehow meeting in rooms with like occult symbols and all that. Yeah. I would say that is a conspiracy theory that that has survived for the last whatever, 250 years and to become a real thing. Does the concept that people feared of that conspiracy theory exist in a totally normal and rational way? Yeah, it kind of does. Like, like we're are, not. This is not a conspiracy. You can go on the internet and read about this. Are there secret meetings where U.S. presidents and British prime ministers and military leaders and CEOs of banks and Amazon and all the biggest companies in the world get together and figure out what's going to be best for them coming up? Yeah, that happens. That absolutely happens on a yearly basis and is documented uh, completely. I, I, if just go through, there's a list on Wikipedia sorted by industry of of um, Bilderberg meeting attendees. So it sorts it by like government or uh, academia and so on, politics and royalty. Royalty still a thing that exists in parts still of Europe. Still a thing. Um, and just the the list of names that have attended this thing over the years and when they attended is really interesting because. In some instances, it's like Reagan went and then two years later was president or Hillary Clinton went and then two years later was secretary of state. Yeah. And there's no way that there's not collusion happening or like Bush went and a few years later was president. Right. Gerald Ford went and a few years later was president. Right. You've got senators, you've got governors, you've got, you know, defense contractors, you've got NATO commanders, like all these people that... There's no way they aren't having discussions around what's best for us in this room. Right. Whether intentional or not, like that's unavoidable at that point. Yep. And you get to this, uh, 
this nepotism on a global level that like your nepotism affects literally the planet. Oh, for sure. For sure. I mean, I think it's even representative of just the way that the list is broken down. Royalty, politics, military, financial institutions, corporations, academia, the media. It's everything. It's like you just covered all of the powerful entities. And, Mm -hmm. uh, Hey, uh, where's the nonprofits? Are right. there any nonprofits represented there? No, of course there isn't any uh, nonprofits ed- education? represented there. Education? No, just no. Uh, I mean academics, art, but yeah. arts? No, no. Uh, anything that like matters to normal people on a daily basis? Right. No. Okay. And and then yeah, to say that there aren't policy discussions happening, just it's kinda, get get out of it's here. It's kind of ludicrous. Um, but yeah. So I mean, did we just come to the conclusion that the Illuminati just turned into Bilderberg Group? Is, I mean, that, is that where we ended? I mean, <laughs> is that where we landed this one? <laughs> whether whether literally or figuratively, kind of. I mean, I think kind of. Yeah. I I think that. Um, yeah, I'll I'll restate what I said. I think the fear of the Illuminati conspiracy theory is the reality of our present day Bilderberg Group. There, I don't think there are any literal ties. I don't think anyone is learning Illuminati handshakes in those rooms. Uh, there are probably some cool handshakes. There's probably some cool handshakes. You're right. You're right. I promised horse whispering. Can I give a, can I take the last three minutes of this episode <laughs> to talk about horses? We're, okay, wait. W- wait, what are we going to talk about in part two? Bohemian Grove and Freemasons. Oh, damn. All right. And uh, <laughs> the, the order of the goat people. Is that a real thing? No, sorry. Oh, I'll make something up by I five got- <laughs> minutes from now when we record part two if you want, though. Um, you want to hear about the Society of Horseman's Word? I mean... That's its actual name. Horseman's Word? Yep. Oh, that's... Why did you call it Horseman's earlier? H- Horseman's Word is so much cooler. Because I didn't look at my notes, and now I did. <laughs> the Society of the Horseman's Word was one of the many rural crafting and tradesmen's associations that thrived in England and Scotland through the 19th century. It was open to anyone ages 16 through 30 whose occupation involved horses, who for a long time were considered mystical animals. It meant that admittance what, meant that you were time trusted. Out, time out, time out. Horses time are out. mystical. Don't worry about it. That was a real thing that they said. They believed that horses were mystical animals. Yeah, look at them, obviously. I mean, they are pretty fucking majestic. Exactly. All right, carry on. Uh, to, to gain entrance to the order meant that you were trusted with the secret word that was said to give a man complete control, not only of horses, but also of women. Wow. <laughs> Didn't say that, that escalated quickly. <laughs> That's not what I thought you were going to say. Whispering the secret word. So they're literally saying it's one word that you just, you walk up to a horse and be like, bananas. And the horse will forever do what, you wish. Dude, you know it's not bananas. It's definitely carrots. And if there are any women carrots. within earshot, they were also... <laughs> they will swoon Yeah, over your prowess. Uh, so yeah, you just uh, you, you learned a, one secret word and you said it to horses and they were forever indebted to you. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how did that <laughs> How'd that work out for them? I guess. Did you ever did you ever think when when we started talking about this podcast that this is where we would end up talking about a, a secret society of horse whisperers? You know, kind of. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. I kind of did. Fair enough. Well, part two um, coming. Uh, you know, next yeah, week next or week. in five minutes or 
<laughs> whatever time allows. Next week we'll do uh, we're gonna do some more on secret societies. Like we said, we could do an entire uh, an entire show on this topic because there's so much. Um, so yeah, hit us up. Hi at whatifpodcast.com at whatifpod on all your socials. You know who's ever been invited to any of those secret meetings? Uh, 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 fuck down a truck. Hey. All right. Bye, guys. We love you. Love you. See you next week. We'll be back next week with another episode of the What If Podcast. Learn more at www.whatifpodcast.com.